Welcome to Radio Curious. I'm attorney Barry Vogel. A will is a legal document that one prepares to identify what to do with the writer's property after death. In recent years, a document called a living trust has come into fashion, which, if appropriate for the circumstances and is properly drafted, could achieve the same purpose as a will and hopefully avoid probate court. Occasionally, so-called free seminars are advertised inviting people to learn about living trusts. Some of these gatherings are calculated to be more than instructional. Instead, they are calculated to sell a living trust at a surprisingly low price, as well as reverse mortgages and annuities. Beware. Prescott Cole, an attorney with California Advocates for Nursing Home Reform, based in San Francisco, California, is our guest on this edition of Radio Curious, in the first of two discussions on elder financial abuse. In this program, we will discuss Living Trust seminars, how they are organized, and what some of their goals are. I spoke with attorney Prescott Cole from his office in San Francisco on May 27, 2011, and began our conversation by asking him to describe a Living Trust seminar. A Living Trust seminar basically is a fishing expedition by financial predators. What they're trying to do is they're trying to entice uh, money, our seniors' money, uh, and to grab a hold of it to put it into a product that will generate a lot of commissions for the person putting on the seminar. Now, when you are seeing these offers for free lunches or these seminars to educate you about how a certain aspect of estate planning, whether it is to avoid probate, get a, get a, a living trust, uh, what they're really trying to do is just attract seniors so they can get the seniors to sit them down and with that uh, convince them that they have to rearrange their estate plan and put their money into something that they will be told is safe, but actually it's more like a safety deposit box and they hold the key. If you get your money into one of these products, you can't get it out or put it this way, you can get it out at great loss. They have these things in these annuities called surrender penalties, which means if you want your money back, you'll get it, but they're going to take out 10, 15, 20, I've heard up to 30% of your money will be basically lost. They only give you back a portion. Let's stop for a moment and go back to the risks and link up annuities to the Living Trust seminars. These seminars are, for the most part, put on by individuals who are not attorneys. And the reason they're doing these seminars is because they want to be invited into your home. Why? Because if they get into your home, they're going to sell you a financial product that will just dramatically change your estate plan in that they'll take all of your available assets and put them into a product that is typically something like a deferred annuity. And with that, all the assets that you have will be tied up basically for the rest of your life. Would you define the term deferred annuity for us, please? 
Okay. Well, annuities are products that the insurance companies are selling, and they are very complex. They used to be very simple. It used to be you turn over money, they hold on to the money, and they would give you back that money plus interest over a period of time. There were a few variations, but now they're very complex. And what happens is you're turning over your money, assets, to an insurance company, and depending on how long the insurance company gets to hold on to that asset, well, that will give you a certain amount of money back. But the problem is you are losing control of your money over a period of years. And uh, the more years that you have no control over your money, the more money the insurance company will make. And because the insurance company wants to hold on to the money as long as it can, it is going to pay somebody big money to get your money. And that is, they are going to look for insurance agents to go out and bring money to them. They will offer the insurance agent very large commissions to bring that money in. So how does that fit in to the Living Trust promotions? When you see these invitations for these seminars, it's a way to get the seniors to sit down and listen to some kind of a sales pitch which which sort of changes uh, and leads the senior into always the same direction, which is to buy a product, which isn't what they came to do. If somebody goes to a seminar to learn about how to avoid probate, what what is a living trust, and they end up buying an annuity, that's not what they came for. Those ads don't say, hi, I'm an, insurance, I'm an insurance salesman, and I'm going to be talking about an insurance product, and I hope to convince you to take 50%, 80%, or 100% of your assets and put them into my product. They don't advertise it that way. What they say is, come listen to a free seminar, and that free seminar is going to talk about things you're interested in, such as avoiding probate or getting yourself protected in a trust, a living trust, a living trust which is a device which will help you avoid probate and allow you to give your assets to your children or whomever you want without the world knowing where your property is going. You know, probate's very invasive, and they will talk about some of these celebrities that when they die, the whole world knows about it. You can avoid all of that if you get a living trust. That's not exactly true. In, in my practice, in my civil practice as an attorney, I do a lot of estate planning, and I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about. I'd like our guests to hear it from you. It's not exactly true that you would avoid probate or avoid the administration of uh, the transfer. You want to talk about that? Technically, you'll avoid probate, but you're not going to avoid probate court. You can't be guaranteed that you will not end up there or your heirs will not end up there. When you get some of these products where names are put in correctly and it's, it's just such a piece of junk that nobody can figure out really what's going to happen with your particular property. Barry, the reason they call these things uh, uh, trust mills, and that's really in the industry, these are referred to as trust mills, it's because these people who are putting them on are selling the same kind of trust to everybody. It's a mill. They just knock off the same one, and they're supposed to put in the same, uh, the different names. But we're not like that. People are like snowflakes. We're all a little bit different. 
everybody's estate is a little bit different. And really, the way you need to have your estate plan done is a one-on-one with an estate planning attorney. You are really taking your, your estate and just throwing caution to the wind when you talk to an insurance agent and ask the insurance agent to do your entire estate plan. And you know what? It's not fair. It's not fair to your would-be heirs when you die. Well, let's talk about the way they spot people and their behavior in getting into the house and how they like to ingratiate themselves so you welcome them, you, the the homeowner who is subjecting yourself to a risk. But before we do that, I want to say that this is Radio Curious. I'm Barry Vogel, and we're talking with my friend Prescott Cole, an attorney in San Francisco with the California Nursing Home Advocates. And Prescott Cole is uh, quite knowledgeable about the issues of the risks of living trust mills, reverse mortgages, and buying annuities. Prescott, when people come to these seminars, seminar leaders have people working for them, and they have certain techniques established at those seminars to find out people's points of interest and who has the money. Can you tell us how they do that? The seniors that show up are a self-selecting bunch. What these people that put the seminars do is they'll first, they'll do a mass mailing, and they'll invite seniors to a a free lunch, and it's a response card. And the ones that uh, respond are, you know, the people that are starting to uh, emerge as potential marks. Of course, you're not going to pick on people that aren't going to show up. So the kind of person that shows up, they're showing up for some kind of a reason. They want that information. Usually it's about long-term care. Seniors have two major fears. They have a fear of going into a nursing home, and they have a fear of outliving their assets. Now, these people that put the seminars on, they know this, and they exploit this. Uh, they'll, they'll start opening up with, uh, you know, by the way, when you go to the seminars, first thing you get is the lunch. And then you get uh, some feel-good talk about, I love seniors. I really, Incidentally, they don't love seniors. I mean, they might think they love seniors, but... When they're dealing with a group of seniors that they've invited in for the lunch, they don't see these people as individuals so much as they see them as targets. In the industry, what these people who show up to these seminars, the seniors that show up to the seminars, are actually referred to as plate lickers. Are they nice people? Are they decent people? No, they're plate lickers, so they're legitimate targets. Now, what you do with a target is... You work them over. The first thing you want to do after you ingratiate yourself with some happy story about, oh, I love seniors, uh, and some joke or something, what you do is you scare them. You have to get that hook into them, and you have to get the hook in real quick. So we're talking about fear here, and the, the, the fear comes from or is exploited by getting the hook into them. They'll make up something. Typically, they'll say 50% of all seniors We'll go into the nursing home. Average stay is two and a half years. Well, if you're a senior, that's very, that's a scary thing. Completely false. Absolutely false, but they'll say 50% of seniors go into the nursing home. Average stay is two and a half years. When, in fact, California tracks all this, of the seniors that go into the nursing home, 70% will be discharged by 90 days. At one year, less than 12% of seniors that go in are still there, and certainly by uh, two years, 
you know, you have something like less than 6% of people over 65 going to the nursing home will be there for two or more years. That's not 50% staying for two and a half years. You know, Barry, if you had a salesperson standing up before an audience and saying, seniors, you have a 6% chance of going into the nursing home for two years. Not too scary. This is scary when you say, seniors, you have a 50% chance of going to the nursing home. Average stay, two and a half years. So that's what you do, fear. Then you use anger. That's part of the technique. Anger is saying that the government has an entitlement program that they're not telling you about. That gets people worked up. And then when you get to the third part of the sales pitch, it's about greed. Unfortunately, seniors are just like other people. I mean, it's a good thing, bad thing, but greed does exist. And the best definition I've heard for, about greed is entitlement plus opportunity. And what's the entitlement? They've told the, the people that the government has a program. It's an entitlement program. All right, that's the entitlement. And opportunity is the opportunity is I will tell you how to get that kind of benefits, which you're entitled to, and those benefits will give you the same kind of care that you'll get for, as the people who get private pay will get. So fear, anger, and greed, and now the seniors are completely paying attention to the salesperson. And, Barry, these are very personable people, and they're very persuasive. But if they weren't personable, then they'd be off doing something else. They're successful at what they do. And, you know, you'll find, we find time and time again, when somebody realizes that they've been ripped off, when they've woken up to the fact that they've been put into this horrible financial situation, they still like the person that sold them this. They can't believe what happened. Uh, they are really, really connected to these people. We'll get there in a minute, but I think it's important to talk about how at these seminars, when people arrive, how uh, the wealth of people is identified without the attendees even knowing it. Well, you know, sometimes they have people that will be spotters for them. They'll go out and they'll look in the, uh, the parking lot, they'll watch who comes in, see what kind of cars that they drive. And, of course, you can tell, by the way, some of the people dress. Uh, and, you know, they are there to take numbers, uh, I mean, to find out where their time will be best spent. Now, you know, people who actually don't even present like they have a lot of money, sometimes they do have a lot of money. But certainly you, you have uh, uh, people that are working the audience. They're sitting in there. Sometimes you'll have shills within the audience who will be raising their hands, asking questions, and challenging the speaker. And then the speaker will give them the right answer, and, you know, help to create a, an illusion that these people can be trusted. The, the, the government actually went out, uh, a branch of the government, uh, SEC, went out, and they looked at something like 110 of these seminars, and they found that at 100% of the seminars that were being presented, all of them, 100%, were sales seminars. It wasn't about a free seminar. And invariably, these people are insurance agents, and the insurance agents are there to get themselves into the home. Now, at the seminars, by the way, 
they're not really selling the annuity at the seminar. They are just trying to get themselves into the home of the senior. All the magic happens around the kitchen table. Uh, some of these insurance agents have been trained to stay up to six, seven, I've heard as much as 10 hours that they're trained to stay in the home. Prescott, what do these cost, and what is law enforcement able to do about it? They used to sell some of these trusts for three ninety nine, which, interestingly, is a dollar short of a felony in California. Well, we've raised the price of a felony uh, to $950, so uh, a lot of these uh, living trusts that are sold at these seminars will be below that mark, making them not a felony but a misdemeanor. The trust, if it's only going to be a misdemeanor fine, uh, no jail time, then, you know, the DAs just don't have the resources to go after somebody that's long gone. And the seniors just have to live with the bad decision that they made. And hopefully, after they've made that bad decision and they've realized they made that bad decision, they'll go to a for real attorney to, uh, to take care of their estate plan and just write off what they paid as just, you know, some lesson in life. Prescott, let me ask you a question here. How do you know all this? What is your source of information? Sixteen years of, uh, I've been a a lawyer that's been dealing with financial elder abuse for the last 16 years. Uh, You know, I've been to some of these seminars. I've talked to family members uh, whose elder relatives have been victimized. I've talked to the victims. I've talked to people from the Department of Insurance. We do uh, trainings for them. We do trainings for the District Attorneys Association. And, uh, you know, this is, I've talked to some of these agents that have uh, been doing these kinds of things. I was uh, actually in an interesting conversation years ago with this one fellow that had worked these. He ended up, um, we'll talk about the trouble he was in, but ended up testifying before the U.S. Senate Subcommittee on Aging. They did this big, big hearing back in the 1990s, and he had been involved with this company that had sold over 20,000 living trusts, and they had sold something like $20 million worth of annuities. And so he was telling me all about, um, you know, what the ins and outs of the business uh, was. And incidentally, you know, a lot of these people, I don't say they're, they're evil. They're very aggressive salespeople. They, they uh, are convinced they're doing something great. They enjoy it. It's a challenge for them. Uh, and if some of them figure out they're doing something that's wrong, you know, Barry, the money is huge. This fellow was telling me that the money is so big that when some of these guys wake up and they think, oh, my gosh, what am I doing, they can't disengage. I mean, they'll go up to their spouse and say, you know, uh, I don't think this is really good. Oh, yeah? You want to go back to, you know, working at the corner store for $12 an hour, or do you want to continue making six, ten, twenty thousand dollars $50,000 a month? The money is huge. Let's get to what happens in the home, but also, in answer to my question to you about where did you learn this, I'd like our listeners, if they're interested in this issue, uh, to Google Annuities 101, California Department of Corporations. And uh, what shows up there is a Wall Street Journal article from 2002 that details uh, with a number of specifics many of the topics that we've been discussing. 
Yeah, you know, you know, the interesting thing about that is it's a wonderful article. It puts it right there when we talk about fear. Uh, they say, uh, apparently at that university, you know, you have to have a problem. You have to give the seniors a problem. And if, you don't, if they don't have a problem, make it up. And they say you have to put a pitchfork into their chest, and you have to treat them like they are 12 years old. That's all of what they're teaching. And the saddest thing is, what they're teaching is used as continuing education. Insurance agents have to have continuing education. It's supposed to be for the uniformity of commerce, but you know it's a real sorrowful thing that we allow those units to be used. Prescott Cole, what happens in the home? And tell us what these agents are trying to do. Some are notary publics, some are insurance agents, but they have the goals in mind that you've been discussing. Yeah, well, you know, they, they, they have a single thought, which is they want to sell their product, and they are professionals. These are very complex products. They are sold in a way that the seniors are told that it helps them with taxes, it, it keeps them safe, their money's safe. They'll say there's never been any company that ever went out of business, which is absolutely false. And, uh, you know, they just wear the seniors down. You know... In life, you know, the best amateur is never going to be a match for the worst professional. But these are top professionals, and they know how to sell their product. And nobody understands it. There's been some great lawsuits. There's a couple of great big class action lawsuits. And the amazing thing is, you know, nobody, nobody can really understand these, pro, uh, these products. They have all these moving parts. They're based on different things. Uh, you think you get a bonus, but you don't get the bonus unless you've had the product without taking anything out for 10 years, and then you annuitize the product, and it's just, it's just amazing uh, how complex these products are. And the term uh, annuity comes from annual, so it has something to do with uh, payments in or payments out or payments accruing on an annual basis, but it really doesn't uh, address what the actual mechanism or the contract is. The bottom line is they're products that take your money away and hold on to it. It's no longer your money. And actually, I don't know why they call it an insurance product. There's no gamble at all for the insurance company because they have your money. You give them the money. The gamble is you getting the money back. You get it back in a lump sum way in the distance uh, future, or you get dribs and drabs month to month to month. But it's no longer your money. They, it's they, they're holding it. It's theirs. When the agents, whatever they may be, come to your home, some people might be well advised to avoid that altogether, but they have certain uh, skills and tricks that they try and employ when they walk into the house and ingratiate themselves at the beginning of what has sometimes been called a wear-down period. Yeah, I mean, they'll walk in and they'll take a look around, see if, whose pictures are on the mantelpiece, and, you know, take a look at the furniture. They're very complimentary. And, you know, they are guests in the home. And so they, you know, know how to ingratiate themselves with the host and hostess. They also ask people to find their documents and take notes on those documents of when a CD, for example, matures. Oh, yeah. 
Well, if they can get a hold of any kind of information, they, they will use that to their advantage. And as soon as the senior starts opening up about what assets they have, well, the, the logical thing uh, to talk about would be, how can I make that better for you? How can I make that safer for you? What do you need? What will make you happy? And, you know, we just happen to have the right product for you. Uh, they have an answer for everything, and then, you know, they're not constrained by sticking to the truth. They can say whatever they want because it's between the individual selling it and the, and the person purchasing it, which puts you in a, in, in, in a classic he said, she said. Look, in, in our civil law, you know, we do have this thing. It's called, um, it's, it's called the Insurance Code, Senior Insurance 785 of the Insurance Code in California, uh, where the insurance agent owes a duty of honesty, good faith, and fair dealing, but there's no private cause of action. They have a duty, but there's there's no consequence if they break, uh, if they don't live up to that duty. And it's those agents who then try and come in with uh, a discussion of a reverse mortgage and using that money sometimes for an annuity. But that would be a conversation that I hope we can have in the future for a continuing program on protecting senior citizens from uh, fraud in the areas of living trusts, reverse mortgage, and annuities. And unfortunately, Prescott, we've come to the end of our time. But before we close, I'd like to ask you about a eureka moment, something that changed your life. Well, let's see. I, I would have to say, you know, it was becoming a lawyer. Uh, actually, finding out that I passed the bar. I This was a second career. I went to law school at 40, and, um, you know, it, I went to night school, and it was nonstop uh, for four years. And then I took the bar, did not expect to pass it, and that was like just running against the wall and running right through it. It became a life-changing thing, and it, it was an accomplishment, and it allowed me to uh, change what I do so I can be involved with which what in, in things that I think is, is doing a greater good. And what would you like to do with the rest of your one precious life? Continue with what I'm doing. You know, I'm finding more and more about what's going on, and I'm realizing that our society's really turned away from some of the core principles. Greed is now respectable. It is a respectable thing to be greedy, and we are in a society that believes you made a bad decision, bad choice, that's your fault. I don't see it that way. I see that there's some professional predators out there causing some real damage, and it's not the fault of the victim because they're not professional victims. They are professional predators, and they're taking advantage of people that are basically defenseless. And finally, is there a book or a movie that you could recommend to our listeners? The Bartimaeus Trilogy by this Jonathan Stroud. Very fun stuff. I mean, it's basically a retelling of world history uh, when the rule of if the world was ruled by magicians and uh, magical uh, entities, and it's fun. So you know, sometimes it's best to disengage from you know the hard black and white realities of what's going on and give a little fantasy to your life. So uh, that, that, that's a good take a break kind of a book. Attorney Prescott Cole, thank you for being with us on Radio Curious. Barry, thanks so much. I appreciate it. 
Prescott Cole is an attorney with California Advocates for Nursing Home Reform, based in San Francisco, California. The website for California Advocates for Nursing Home Reform is canhr.org. The book that Prescott Cole recommends is the Bartimaeus Trilogy by Jonathan Stroud. This interview was recorded on May 27, 2011. All editions of Radio Curious are free for anyone, anywhere, to listen, download, and enjoy. There are about 400 archive editions on our website, www.radiocurious.org. You may subscribe to our podcast at our website. Our email is curious at radiocurious.org. Snail mail is Post Office Box 7, Ukiah, U-K-I-A-H, California, 95482. And the phone is 707-462-6541. You've been listening to Radio Curious. Christina Anastad is the associate producer. I'm host and producer Barry Vogel. Thank you for listening. <laughs>